Hello everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of podcast in Madlux VFX. Today we have Bhavya Dikshit in our podcast. She is a composer in Redefine VFX and an excellent artist as well. I hope this podcast will be informative as usual. So stay tuned. Hi Bhavya, how are you doing? Hi, hi Manoj. I'm doing great. It's like nice day outside, not raining, so yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. How about you? <laughs> I'm great. Thank you. I'm glad you are first of all I'm very glad you are in the podcast. So we will start the podcast with a casual intro about yourself. Okay, hi. So I'm um, uh, thank you again for inviting me. I'm really happy to be here as well. And um hello everyone. I'm Bhavya Dikshit. I'm a VFX compositor at uh, Dinag and currently working for uh, its sister company Redefine. And on the side, I am a fine artist and I uh, like to um, I perform a 2500 year old art from from India known as Madhubani. You can see my work at the back. Yeah. And I I have been showing my work uh, around Europe and uh, Canada. So uh, can you tell us more about the start of your compositing career like uh, which studio did you start uh, what level did you start what you were doing before this so all those beautiful nostalgic memories <laughs> okay great that's a great question really you know brings a lot of memory yeah. <laughs> and the long term so uh, actually you know i was doing law i was pursuing law and um, i had like a really mixed background yeah yeah i was pursuing law and i took bio as my like main subject in 11th and 12th a lawyer and then i was <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a and then but like i wa- always wanted to be a painter that is like you know wanted to go into something creative but like my parents i mean every any parent will have that like concerns like how will you support yourself like you know you need to figure out your life uh, okay. how will you like financially Yeah. So then uh my father's a lawyer and like uh, he's like you'll be good for law so do that. So mm-hmm. every day I'll like uh, for two years I continued but with that like I'll come home but I'll start painting and you know doing my creative stuff and all of that. So my painter like I think we think you sh- you need to go to a uh, like you can you should join an animation college and like they um, I used to sketch a lot like throughout like my you know uh, like 11 12th also during boards like I'll sketch and uh, so they showed my sketches to uh, one of the uh, like you know the 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 main manager at the studio mm-hmm. and they were like oh uh, we would really like to you know have her uh, as our student and then we would also like to give her like a scholarship uh, so i got a scholarship i got in so i was doing both in the morning i'll go for my law college and in the evening i'll do my animation so i think that prepared me for the industry already like you have to work 18 yeah. hours <laughs> so <laughs> so that's it and then after two years like i completed my diploma in animation and mm-hmm. uh, from my city indore and then uh, we got an offer like fame uh, famebox came to indore to hire students uh, so that they can train them in like rotoscoping and then because during that time it was like a uh, november uh, october 20 2010 mm-hmm. um uh, there was like a lot of opening for a uh, 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 roto artist okay. so and you need a job right like after your friends have put in the money you want to yeah. have some kind of job yeah. so 
so yeah so i started with that and then i moved to mumbai i was only 19 then and then um, yeah uh, and then i we had a training at framebox and then i started we joined i joined fine focus as a roto scobie artist but like i really didn't like it like i hated it <laughs> every minute of it like i i still like you know i'm like if i have to do roto i'm like it's i have i i will like you know like drag it like you know it'll delay it like irrespective so so within a week i was like you know i can't do this i have to figure something out i really every day i'll just tell myself i can't do this i have to figure something out and then they uh, came up with the opportunity to join uh, stereo con- uh, conversion Mm-hmm. because I, i think at that time they were growing and they got all these uh, star war movies mm-hmm. uh, star war series so mm-hmm. they started with like the third episode and then it was it kept growing and growing so i was like yeah yeah i would like you know uh, they had this trial classes mm-hmm. where they were training everyone they selected few artists from the team and then we all started the training and everything and then uh, i enjoyed it you know like the whole because it was so much more creative like you need yeah. to like you you really need to figure out the depth you know there's a lot of, like it was more challenging and technical also so i um I quickly started enjoying the process and then after that like you know like that and that like the whole like i worked as a stereo compositor for almost 6 years mm-hmm. which also includes like being a trainer being a lead being and then like uh, moving to a supervisor position Mm-hmm. and working on great shows and uh, great supervisors actually yeah. so that how it you know it all uh, started like um, uh, we started working on the shows etc etc and then i got the opportunity to train people because uh, maybe they saw some skills and then like and i i thoroughly enjoyed it like we literally we trained like or uh, uh, 250 people uh in the duration of like 6 months the, uh, like but that like that was the speed with which they were growing at that point mm. so yeah so uh, and then after that like you know after becoming a trainer and everything they came up with the opportunity that uh, would you like to manage a department like as a soup and i was like yeah sure so the whole journey was like i just take i kept taking the opportunity that i was getting and i was getting good growth so um, yeah i was happy throughout the process no doubt it was very challenging a lot of pressure a lot of late nights and months and months of like continuous work like no saturday sunday no personal life only I know, work no i know that yeah <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah that's how i started but then i think uh, after like after like 6 years i was like okay you get you you do the same thing you get into your comfort zone and then you realize like you really need to do you explore more right like you need to uh, do like yeah. you 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 have reached the limit like the higher limit of uh, in that area so you need to uh, figure more things out for yourself so i think during that time uh, me and my husband we were looking for the opportunities and uh, uh, the company itself like offered us to move to vancouver Uh, uh on um, on different positions mm-hmm. yeah so like that's how we uh, got moved to like it was intercompany transfer and then we moved to vancouver mm-hmm. and then i joined as a like element in harvesting lead over mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. since like i had like a go, like a huge background or, like you know amount of time spent in stereo conversion mm-hmm. so like uh, we uh, i joined the team here in 
harvesting so harvesting is basically you know what we do is like for stereo conversion you need elements all those like fx that you add explosion and all that stuff so we break that down as per what uh, stereo needs from the mega comps from like um very big studios like you know ilm veda uh and then uh, dneg as well mm-hmm. in fame stores so that is the main part then after that uh, they were working on a, a proprietary like things for stereo conversion so mm-hmm. i moved to the testing and like the whole like the develop testing and development process for that mm-hmm. and then for like literally i spent like a year on that like building the software to uh, cater the need what stereo conversion needs and to be more efficient and productive mm-hmm. and then um and then i i went to mumbai to set train the team to set the whole thing uh, like the whole department mm-hmm. and then after that we uh, everybody was moving to montreal because of the tax credits yeah. so we moved to montreal mm-hmm. and then um, here again like we uh, restarted with the setting up a stereo conversion department so mm-hmm. i was uh, uh, training everybody like i was leading that process training everyone building the team etc etc Mm-hmm. and then uh, and then after like you know after spending like two years and all of that doing covering everything i was like uh, i need i really need a change now like i really need yeah. to do more mm-hmm. so i decided to join vfx mm-hmm. and luckily at that time they were opening with this new studio redefine so they um, gave an opportunity like would you like to like you know uh, get a, go into the training and uh, see how you feel and then if you want to work then you can continue on that and then so then that's how i started as a compositor for yeah. like redefine yeah that's the story oh that's an awesome story <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's not like it's bit unconventional i will say it's like a mixture of so many things <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. adds up to your experience right <laughs> it, yeah yeah it does for sure sure yeah so i just want to know like what is the current situation of stereo industry so you know like pandemic uh, we all have been like uh, been hit by the pandemic like really uh, um, badly but uh, stereo has been affected very much because of course like every, any nobody would prefer like you know we have odd to like even see like all the work that we are releasing but like people would want to go to theater to see the stereo like that's where yeah. the whole the entertainment is you know you won't you would not want to sit at home and watch like 3d a movie yeah. i mean my you know like when we were doing it initially i showed it to my grandmother and she enjoyed it she was like it was so cool for her like you know wearing glasses and this that she was like can we and i showed her pacific rim and she enjoyed it like she was like wow <laughs> so so but you know now it is like uh, after the pandemic of course you will enjoy it once or twice you know as like you just like very curious about the whole process and all but otherwise mm-hmm. uh people have lost like you know like a lot of jobs and like a lot of like uh, big uh, companies they're not planning to have the releases so it there is the i mean it has been affected a lot more like they have suffered a lot more so, and i hope that it will get better next year yeah. but for now everybody is like figuring out to you know move to the effects in some or the other way yeah know, that that's a reality yeah. yeah hope some technologies will evolve for uh, watching stereo movies inside our home <laughs> yeah i mean i mean 
I mean, there's all you can already do that, but I mean, of course, like at one point, yeah, yeah, there has been like three D TVs and all of that, but they like people won't prefer. I mean, when you want to watch something at home, you want to take as less efforts as possible, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so doing all of that, like you know, setting things up and then wearing the glasses. and then uh, i mean it's fun for one time but it's a lot of efforts right like after, <laughs> yeah. so that's human nature right like less the less yeah. efforts the better it is so, like many people don't know which all are the software is used in production um, can you tell us about that like uh, like the software you use daily uh, as well as the purpose mm-hmm. in your work Okay, so see, uh, uh, for compositing, I mean, we use Nuke, and then we use like that's where like we uh, composite the whole shot, get all the assets, and you know, combine like uh, all the assets, and then deliver the uh, uh, final output. But apart from that, uh, I also use Shotgun. Obviously, it's tracking the data. What's the update? What's like, you know, for like what are the notes from the client? Like, what are the other aspects like to see the overall status of the shot? and what has been happening with all the other departments related to like what is with the what's the status of the lighting effects roto prep match move all of that and then um, apart from that for review process uh, we use uh, uh, rv uh, you know like to see like uh, to see like um i mean when you're working on a similar shot you have a hero shot to see the whole sequence i mean it makes like the process so much more easier and then uh, uh, you can do it on various layouts and then you can like see the differences and then you can work um you know uh, accordingly yeah. so these are the i mean the three main software that i use and i'm sometimes we also like based on the requirement of the shot if it's like super difficult for tracking and stuff we also use mocha Mm-hmm. uh to like the currently the shot i'm working on it's like i'm having a lot of issues <laughs> with the planar tracker so so i am you know i i i i uh to help with like i use mocha you just to figure that like the the tracking part and then um, uh, get moving really i really want to shot that shot to end yeah. <laughs> so better than the planar tracking in planar tracker in kia So these are the four main softwares that I uh, like I use on a daily basis and like these are the main purposes uh, for uh, you know the each uh, software yeah so you know like I do have a serious passion for compositing uh, and I guess most of us out there have this serious mm-hmm. passion for compositing so what are the keys sure. uh, mostly needed for a compositor um see so from my experience and the kind of shots that I have worked on so far I think uh understanding uh, like the color and light is mm-hmm. very important like to deliver a photorealistic you know sh- uh, like a uh, shot yeah. because a lot of times where um uh like uh, right currently i was working on a shot where we had to uh, like in- like add muzzle flashes and all of that and their interaction with the walls on the side and it was all 2d uh, mm-hmm. so it was like you really need to understand the inter- i mean how well it is like if the colors are not right uh if even if there's a slight difference in the, the in the flash and the light being reflected by the wall on the side yeah. it will not blend yeah. right so just having uh, like these i mean this is a i mean that comes with experience of course and that also comes with a lot of observation yeah that's amazing. so that is one major thing i think there are this is one thing the second thing is your research 
like technical skills like you also need you need to know like keying you need to know good roto you need to know, know how to do paint and as much as knowledge of nuke as possible but apart from that on the creative side i think you also need to know you need to do your research you need yeah. to have like good references and you need to observe like when you walk just look around look at look at the reflection on the water like you know how everything is blending and you need that curiosity to to okay. be able to deliver that you know that makes the whole process uh, like brings everything to life i will say yeah so so that is these i mean apart from like you know you definitely need to have a lot of like uh, technical skills like as i mentioned earlier you need to be a uh, good at keying you need to know all kinds of like the uh, various methods to do keying and then uh, and then after that you know cg compositing like multi pass compositing and after that you will like move on to the deep compositing yeah. but in the end from my experience what i have seen is how much of a technical skills you have of course you can achieve good results mm-hmm. but you need to have that understanding of the color like you know and lighting to deliver that to add that creativity yeah you know to the, yeah so and these are the like key main yeah, factors I mean, yeah like, yeah one more point that is patience <laughs> Pay, oh my god oh my god that is uh, i mean you know that is like very important characteristic of being and being uh, you know like being like it's being okay with the with the iterations yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and the, like the subjectivity of the process okay like as a soup like he may want to change he may want to see like 10 looks and he want to choose pick and choose from one of that so you should be ready for that like you should not get frustrated it's part of the process so yeah. take it as a process <laughs> <laughs> that I think is very important and yeah. I think and for that you definitely I I completely 200% agree with you we need patience yeah <laughs> observation and patience yeah <laughs> observation and patience and I think uh from most of the training tutorial like videos that I have seen and like oh, the, the the like the meetings that we have had it is like uh to achieve that you, re- you like it is not possible like it's possible to achieve everything but even for that you need to be patient to give that much of effort yeah. like keep going you know mm-hmm. otherwise you're like okay fine this is not working okay i'm just going to leave it does not going to work <laughs> yeah. yeah like one of my friend told like he's working on a shot on the 108th version <laughs> so it's like yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least remembering the number of versions 108 oh god <laughs> really <laughs> No, that's an auspicious number 9 like indian in in culture that's an auspicious <laughs> like okay it's 108 <laughs> yeah i agree i mean i was talking to some of my friends and they're like we are at 60 we are at 80 sometimes the soup itself like you know they're giving the shot and they're like i can't believe like i am like are we going to show like version 80 to the client for the first time like is this what Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, and then the production is like, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so the most important thing: duration and patience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mean curiosity to learn. You know, also like you know, just keep yeah, yeah. Like you, you just you should have that. Like, okay, I want to learn something new. I want to try something new. Do your personal projects, and then uh, keep learning. Yeah. That's how you grow. Yeah, I mean, that is important. It's changing day by day, so we should have that curiosity. of course yeah it is like at a very fast pace also so yeah, yeah it is important right <laughs> like i have been working in the vfx industry for more than 9 years and 
uh, in my experience i have gone through a lot of overtime and lot of late night deliveries and you know <laughs> i'm <laughs> thinking like how do you cope up with this well uh, it is a difficult question i will say because sometimes it gets very hard you know it's not easy i will say mm-hmm. because initially when you are young i will say <laughs> you can do it you know for year two years three years it, it, it like it doesn't affect you as much but as you grow old uh, in your like late 20s and like early 30s you you suffer like from the all those like um, late nights and then all those like crazy schedules like you starting to get like uh, more back issues neck issues like you know, your posture is not correct this is not there so how i deal with it i honestly um like um, i'm not doing that right now that as much but i think working out regularly like staying fit is very important yeah. there are two main things actually three main things uh, first eat healthy like irrespective like you have you're on a deadline and this and that etc make sure you're eating healthy food and eating at the right time also okay yeah. that is one thing second thing working out i need to work on that also <laughs> like you know but staying healthy like that is so important like when you have the strength you can just keep going you know you don't feel all of that that effect as much like not less body pain less neck pain and your eyes are not like all puffy and then keep taking breaks mm. okay uh like i mean even though like you're doing like uh suppose you have like 12 hours of uh shift and you are on a deadline you're working constantly keep taking breaks it is important and even like during your 8 10 hours of a day try to do like some like 5 minutes 10 minutes short like short duration of workouts mm-hmm. uh because if since we are working from home we can definitely do that like you know just take 5 minutes uh do like maybe like let's say 10 uh anything like you know mm, sit ups or anything and then you can just drink a water and then come back it is important to keep moving because we're sitting for so long it can affect us very very badly later so these are the few things and i think apart from that i do take like you know good breaks like i always stay uh, connected to my family and then like my friends and this like just to refresh my mind and all of that but most importantly to de-stress myself i paint you know like that's my main thing i will uh, like on weekends there will be days when i'm in my studio working painting for uh, like it is like a working day for me honestly it is like a working day but like uh, sci- sci- very silent and quiet and moment and i'm painting for like three four five hours con- continuously and uh, that relaxes me so just pick up a hobby you know something that makes you happy i mean i i mean i think the biggest issue that i see right now is people are either on their laptop phone or tv or their ipads or some kind of a tab or, or you know i don't know so so it's like it's constant like it, you're like i think you're addicted to screen in a way so just take a break detach yourself from that just you know take, give your body some time to recuperate from mm. like continuously just like watching take, taking the information right so yeah i think that is one thing that helped me uh, that that has really helped me to continue in the in the field and uh, for the night shifts i mean late nights i mean again like you know just 
okay take a rest i mean one thing is one thing that i have noticed like after you are in like uh, uh, in a very long like 18 hours or 20 hours or maybe like you are working for 3 days straight if some at some point people have done that uh, eat eat i mean from my understanding try to stay hydrated as much as possible drink more water drink as much like you go for juice or something and eat less because your body spends a lot more energy like digesting a like a very heavy meal and you're drowsy all the time yeah. so that will that is some some of my experiences you know like that I, that has helped me in like staying longer and then like staying like uh, trying to be as productive as possible yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I mean I agree to the point like uh, if we are following a passion along with our work it will really uh, help us in like okay. staying uh, mentally fit I would say Yeah yeah I agree I mean yes I mean that is a very good point uh, Manoj I will say because uh, we all talk about like you know staying physically fit and working out and this but there are mental effects to these long working hours there's like burnout and then you lose your efficiency productivity and you're stressed and all of that and sometimes it can lead to like like a deeper issue depression and all of that and yeah. we have seen like you know there have been cases where people have committed suicides right like with the constant pressure and like in a, in countries like australia like yeah. and there's so many other places so so yes having a like having a passion or having a hobby for yourself something that makes you happy something you know something that is for your soul i will say you know yeah. because my painting is for my soul <laughs> so uh pursue that take some time out you know keep that phone turn that off phone off sh- shut your tv or your ipad and just like relax and then take some time and then think about it and work on it that will make you so much more happy i, I and i'm sure i mean uh, you like when you're uh, planning your planning about your podcast doing the research and you know if you finally when you getting a, like a good uh, episode you, that is must be really very fulfilling for you that's what i think right so in a similar way uh, when that is also like you need to put a lot of efforts in the process but it mentally it is very relaxing and you need that like we all need that yeah yeah after yeah uh, after this like crazy schedules that we have to follow of course yeah i mean uh, i hope these words will reach you everyone like uh, take mental breaks take physical uh, i mean fitness seriously because yeah. later in your career or later in your life you will realize that is the most important thing <laughs> yeah because your health is your asset like you know uh, one thing that from my experience uh, uh what i uh, i have had issues you know like because being like after moving from india to vancouver and then in a new country and like everything new yeah. it was very challenging for me to integrate in the whole you know process and the system understanding everything that took time and then also like doing something completely new like you know even though like harvesting wasn't like uh you know wasn't that new to me but still like you know i have never se- i had never seen like those mega comps we always used to get elements like i was more on the management side on the like you know the, on the strategic part of the process and now i'm like into something very technical yeah. uh, not even creative <laughs> so that was very uh, like difficult for me initially but then i think i just kept going and then um, Uh, I and I needed help so I asked for support like I literally uh I asked for support like hey I need help on this you know there is no 
there is no shame in asking for help like there is no you know like this thing like okay um if i ask like i'll look weak and this that of yeah. course i had those thoughts as well even as a like uh, as a female also like how what will they think etc etc uh, and i don't know so much like technically there's that yeah. so but i think in the end it's important to just keep going believe in yourself keep going and it's okay and there will be highs and there will be lows you know it's not going to be like 200% like super hunky dory all the time so right. so yeah yeah i think it's important so like sadly there are many challenges for women in world as you were discussing some of the points and i'm sure it is changing rapidly nowadays uh, and yeah, sure. we expect they are deserve to be so according to you what are some of the challenges women face in the in this present world in their work and you mm-hmm. would have to be changed uh, i would say especially in vfx and animation okay uh it's a very good question manoj i'll say you know like very few people cover that yeah. uh but i think it's important that we need to talk about it more and more uh because um the biggest cha- the biggest issue that i see is like the industry in itself needs a lot of like you know your 200% sometimes right like but for females mainly the issue is they have their home that they need to uh you know like uh, give their attention to or spend their energy on and if they have they have kids so it's like it's a woman's responsibility to worry about all of that in addition to also earn so i think that is a very big very big issue because it is not equally divided so in in my personal experience i literally like i gave it a lot of thought like why it is like that you know in some areas why am i lacking in some areas and what are the things i need to improve so i'm like i am not getting enough time to even learn anything new yeah. either i'm working doing the same thing or i'm at home working cooking cleaning and doing things and i'm so tired by like end of the day that like i am not getting uh, any time to to learn or do anything what i want so i changed it i'm like this is not going this is not helping me and i won't be able to grow like that right and so that is a very big challenge even like you know we have a group like uh, uh in dnag we have this like whole all the women in dnag they have a channel where they share about the issues everyday thing and they at every level they are facing this like where they are responsible for everything at home and then like they you're suffering for because of that and of course you when you are tired you can't give as much like you're not as productive and efficient right like so how will you cope up with the uh with the male counterpart on yeah. that whatever the task is secondly i think the pay that is a very big uh, uh issue because when i mean i had that issue when i moved to uh like from india to canada and then later like in like few years i realized that i am being underpaid you know uh being working like sa- same amount of work or maybe more and and like holding more experience than um all my male counterparts like all the leads like i was the only woman uh working in that position mm-hmm. so but i had to fight for it and i did you know it was like i am not going to let it go uh, it yeah, it's my hard work like irrespective yeah. so so i think that is another thing where you know like you don't get paid enough but 
again it is like it goes hand in hand where you like you need to have all of that like technical skills that much of knowledge to be able to get paid more but how will you get that when you don't even have time enough to focus on yourself and on your growth yeah right like when you're all like you're expected to do like 200 other things just because you're a woman it doesn't make sense right okay. so that is two big things that i think are are the main issues and third thing also like i think the third like it is also one major uh, issue i see is like we don't see as many female in the leading role like in the management and in like to look up to like to, you know like so like as vfx soups and then it's your like your leads and all of that so we need more and more of them but again to to be able to achieve that we need to give them time also to work on themselves improve learn grow and reach to that uh, stage right so yeah so these are, are the things that i feel you know we really we really should think about and we should focus on because it is again vfx is a very challenging industry and there's a lot of stress and pressure and um, balancing all of that with your family life it is important for all Yeah. and in the end i think if for example in the end if i am not happy of course it's going to affect my all aspects of life right like mm-hmm. my personal life my professional life and i will be frustrated uh, at the end of the day like and unhappy and i think that should that should change yeah. that is what we need to change uh, when you were in vancouver that time you were facing all these difficulties uh, but do you think the same problem exists now uh i mean it is improving for sure like uh when i was i mean the biggest thing the biggest difference that i've seen is like when i was in vancouver so having these issues but there was no conversation about it but when like two years later people are talking about it right you know so that is the very great start right like because now we are acknowledging the issue i mean in my personal experience like what i have exp- uh, seen the difference that yes people have started acknowledging the issue like that they know this is existing and it's just not with one or two person most of the people are suffering like most of the women are suffering so uh, and now with like the women when uh, in a position like where are in management or in the roles where they can take decision uh uh you know to improve the current situation it is important that we have those discussions and that is happening so for sure there is an improvement there is an improvement and i am hopeful that of course it is going to change sooner or later it will change yeah yeah, yeah. and you're speaking about that in our podcast as well so great <laughs> yeah it is it is a, yeah i mean it's great right like it's a, like, it is important to talk about the issue otherwise how will it be acknowledged and how will we find out the solution so yeah right thank so, you thank you manish for that <laughs> important question yeah we should discuss about <laughs> yeah i was recently talking to one of my head of production Mm-hmm. um and three uh, like a redefine and she uh, she has a like a great experience of like 30 years uh and uh, so she told me one thing you know as a woman in the industry i think that uh, we should not wait we should ask like when yeah because just by sitting and waiting it's not going to happen so we really need to work on um uh, going forward and asking for what we deserve and in some cases like you have to fight for it right like you, yeah you have to so right. mm, i mean having coming like that kind of like um 
thought process from her her i was inspired okay like yeah yeah no it makes sense like when you have potential all you need is like more a uh, training and then maybe like more mentorship and then you can do as great as any other person so why not uh, i mean i get a lot of messages asking about the education and uh, courses for mm-hmm. your industry um mm-hmm. mostly from students after their graduation or secondary education some of them are uh, from their secondary education so i'm sure yeah. there are very few girls entering into visual effects and animation uh, especially in india so maybe because yeah. of the guidance or inspirations or i would say and nowadays people yeah. are ambitious enough to choose education abroad as well like people are choosing canada for yeah. education uh, and i'm happy yeah. literally i'm happy things are changing a lot of course so according to yeah. the best course or degree for starting a compositing career uh, like okay. along with the degree certificate what are the additional skills you should have to excel uh, for in a job interview okay a very good questions i think are really really helpful questions for anyone starting the career right yeah uh first thing i will say i'm a self taught artist okay in like all my life i drawed law okay and then i uh, even in like stereo conversion was all like vocational training Yeah. and then uh, you, like uh, when i moved to compositing it's like on the job training even for my art i'm a self taught artist like i never went to any art school for that i just learned myself by just keep doing it so i think self like self learning is the best uh, way to to you know just keep growing and um, uh, because i mean right now in the current scenario you have information is available everywhere for free like you have so many good channels on like on youtube and even like if you take subscription like there's like norman school yeah. and then like the uh, fx phd and this i mean except yeah. like yeah. not even the paid ones there's so many like even if i have to 10 years ago we didn't have that much of content right on the internet but now when i go and search for anything like i get like you know uh 10 pages like where i can just go and read and learn so i think there is if you really want in current present time you can learn and do it by yourself so that is one one way to do it of course there are challenges with like students starting like it's in their early age because you need a lot of discipline and determination to be a self taught right like because you need to have like a tight schedule you need to make sure that you're following the tutorials you're working on your assignments by yourself there's no one to look uh, like you know no uh, um right. looking on you like okay yeah, yeah yeah guiding you as well but i mean if you talk about the schools i think a lot of my friends that they have graduated i mean great compositors they have graduated from like vfs vancouver film school that is one very good school mm-hmm. and then i think uh, norman is one uh, another school that i was reading like obviously getting into that is also not easy right and it's it is like uh, on an expensive side but again like once you get there and you uh, you you are graduate from that uh, you start you get a very good career like you you're starting from a good platform mm-hmm. so um, that is there and then i think if you talk about india i think uh, mac uh, is i think one of the studio like um, teaching institution that i think that i will say yes it's great because some most of my friends that i worked with earlier in india they were from mac and then they are doing really great so uh, that is one thing recently i came across a post uh, where the information and broadcasting minister of india is collaborating with iit bombay to open a, a vfx and animation course in really? bombay yeah yeah 
and i was like wow uh, that is great right like because yes that is such a big uh, source of uh, employment right yeah. uh, in a country like india where you have young like the maximum percentage of population is like young generation and this uh, like i mean uh, uh, visual effects is one uh, i think one field which has boomed uh, which has actually exploded in pandemic And so there are any colleges like reputed colleges for VFX and animation, like the big colleges. Yeah, like the, yeah. I mean, uh, when I was studying, like when when I was doing law, uh, there I was studying from a, a, a very like a reputed um, university, DAVV, and they had EMR. Like uh, later, I came to know. When I was studying law, I didn't knew that. But later, I came to know they have this course at EMRC. You can do learn visual effects and all of that, and it's a proper like a recognized degree. Okay. Uh, yeah, two three years later, and I was in Mumbai and all of that. <laughs> so, I mean, you. Uh, I think very importantly for any student who would want to continue is like. Uh, it comes down to do your research. Okay, you can either do self taught. You can go to a school. no school will assure you that you will succeed 100% you need to put your efforts okay mm-hmm. because you can be from a very great college but like you need to have this like you are in the college you have graduated but you have not learned the skill you don't like you know uh, are really good at your skills then and if you know don't practice then you will not succeed right you need to have that yeah. so that is one thing but before going if you want to go to a, an institute i will say look for like five main things that i personally think mm-hmm. that look for their uh, professors okay that is important because uh, uh, what generally happens is like you know when students they graduate and then the like the institute they hire those students they don't have any like production experience yeah. so it's important that your professor is either working for one of the production houses or they have the, that experience mm-hmm. okay because that way they'll be able to give you the exact knowledge of like how to be in the industry like you know to provide you that environment like little bit experience of that environment that is in the industry mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, secondly i think you should talk to your alumni mm-hmm. like those who have graduated from the school mm-hmm. uh, to exactly know how the because how the management is that is also very important and like how the teaching process is how, how many people who have graduated have jobs <laughs> that is very important yeah. you need to see that and it's just not about having jobs it's also about where they are working right now mm-hmm. what studios etc etc you you need to uh, do that much of research because if you're putting in your money your parents money yeah. literally i have seen i have seen you know the institute that we uh, like earlier that we were we went to mm-hmm. before that there was an institute where there is chunk of like group of people they joined mm-hmm. and uh, uh, they took all the money and uh, the institute got shut and it was like yeah and the, the they hired somebody from uh, singapore oh he has worked here and there etc etc and uh, like they really advertised that and got like people to Give give the money in like lump sum, and then in the end they didn't even, uh, you know, completed the full course. So that is just like because people have suffered that it's important that it this does not repeat. Like do your research. So these are the three like four main things that I think it is important. 
and uh, apart from that um i'm just thinking <laughs> what can be important like you know like there are so many like platforms there's so many communities uh, like on internet like you can like join like this i mean i'm not part of a lot uh because mostly i'm just painting in my free time <laughs> so but you you should you should like join those communities and then you should reach out to your friends and then linkedin I mean LinkedIn is such great platform for everything right and people are helpful like there have been cases like when i have questions about certain things just reach out to people and they are ready to help uh, from the industry in the like in the in the department you would want to go so do that before giving your money and very important thing don't pay your money in full you know <laughs> even if you can wait till the end you know pay the like in, in installments because that is also one of the experience that my uh, friend shared that like their family paid the whole amount and then like they didn't even you know cared about them like how unprofessional it is yeah. see <laughs> so all these things are very important when you start your career Yeah. but i'm i'm hoping that we have uh, like we have more co- courses in like all these like prestigious colleges like iit and then nit and um, hoping that you know that will give us a great platform to the current generation starting in yes. in the field yeah, yeah. um change a lot yeah after that yeah yeah i mean uh, one of my uh, brother few years ago she, he mentioned that um, there was a female with him mm-hmm. uh, in the in the it industry he's also a software engineer mm-hmm. she did a course from iit it was a diploma it's like a three months workshop or something like that mm-hmm. and then she joined a uh, like a freelance project to build some software or something i don't know in detail it was like years ago but there are uh workshops and then like you know diploma courses like that as well available so if you want to search you can do that and of course if you have a certificate from iit or any like you know in college that makes a huge difference yeah you know it does it does yeah so so just look for uh, uh, what is all available mm-hmm. and i know in our field like in any other field you have counselors they will counsel you like what's good for you which subject to take etc etc but for us i think we need to help each other like as an industry to let the person know because you join a department and you're like oh you know i think this is not for me etc etc and then it's too long for them to change a job or change a career so it's important to do your research and because in a field like vfx you need to have Uh, like you need to be really passionate about your work otherwise you can't continue like mm-hmm. you because it is just there if you have a passion you the patience will come mm-hmm. but like if you don't have the passion you will it will not even start only like <laughs> yeah so <laughs> figure out like take time and figure out what you really enjoy doing and go you know forward in yeah. that direction like if you are really passionate in some field you can Uh, connect someone in that field in linkedin and ask i mean i used to get a lot of messages uh, from students yeah. as well as like yeah. so, sometimes i used to get messages from parents asking like my child is uh, interested in this yeah. what is the future of that so i used to give like uh, whatever i i know i used to share yeah yeah, yeah. if it helps them then it's going to uh, change yeah. change their life so yeah like yeah. ask for counseling or ask for suggestions from yes. That's a yeah professionals 
I agree. I I mean, yeah, that's I mean that is a because I mean if you go to an institute, obviously they they are gonna be um, promoting themselves. Yeah. So you need to do your own homework. So yeah. now let's talk something about Nuke. Um, so I'm personally a big fan of Gizmos and plugins. Uh, I use a lot of Gizmos. Um, okay. Uh, which one is your favorite like which one do you use and which one is your favorite <laughs> i mean i'm using a lot actually dispel madness um and okay, yeah. a uh, paint plugin for silhouette and mocha plugin for tracking um, okay. and um, edge one uh, edge uh, tool is there that is for edge fix and oh, okay. i easel for uh, chromatic abrasions and all screen mm-hmm. for uh, addictive and lot of gizmos i have actually now i'm learning python actually to develop something on my own so oh that is great yeah hard, but i'm trying for that because uh, you know i don't have any background of scripting but uh, i'm putting effort because i have an interest on uh, i mean That's, yeah yeah, so, yeah yeah talking about myself like these all are my interests and uh, so according to you like which are some of your favorite gizmos inside new um i don't have any favorite yet i will say because you know i i i feel that i have a long way to go to yeah. choose my favorite <laughs> but i mean currently that i'm using is like I, i really hate doing is like degraining and degraining graining process like i hate it to the core <laughs> so the grains like uh, so the gizmos right, like yeah. you know yeah like we uh, recently started using dash grain to regrain the whole process uh, like the the plate and then uh, denoising like neat video and all of that these are the main ones that i use in general i have also used like uh, as you mentioned these film madness and there's like i think the one gizmo that i use i really enjoy, like like using is like after king is edge extend yeah edge extender because i mean it's so much easier just to like you know like blend the edges better yeah. and that like makes our life so much easier so all of these and uh, uh again like uh yes yeah, smoke plugins for uh, like i i recently started i used it in like one of my shot so yeah uh, just to help with the planar tra- like doing the tracking i think it like um, uh, very useful and then apart from that i mean i know there's a lot more for uh, for uh, like cg compositing and d but i haven't reached there yet mm-hmm. so these are the like the few uh, plugins that are sorry gizmos that i use yeah yeah and i forgot to mention one important uh, gizmo like i use as pxf filler a lot i mean oh yeah uh, for marker removal and all those stuff a pxf yes. <laughs> pxf tools are amazing i think i mainly like for example if i have to create a heat haze or something i use go for pfx start that's great mm-hmm. and uh, uh, like for despill process i think in more than like despill madness i go for pfx skill spill yeah. yeah because it gives give great control you know if you have your like edges like you just have to do you need you need to know your like limiter like what the values you want to put and the color correction you want to do and Boom! You have it. I would say so, surprising results. <laughs> surprising results, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, one time I had this shot where I had like there was a girl holding the uh, bar, like it was a you know like in India we have like all those gates with the grill, like oh, yeah. the bars, mm-hmm. and um, there were like leaves on top of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, so just imagine, and she's like doing this. Oh, and then I had to keep that. So the whole plate had that, those bars, and I'm like, and they had those like carvings, the circles here and there, and thin lines. Oh my god, that was such a learning experience. 
<laughs> and then that made me feel like i can do any key shot if i can do this i get any key shot yeah <laughs> so so small small sections were like okay if i'm keying the leaves you know from like if i have to recreate the whole curve like for the edges because you get a lot of like black and white edges when you merge the background yeah, yeah. even with the like additive here you don't like i mean a good additive here can help you with like a lot of in cases where like we have got like hair details and all of yeah. that small small yeah. fine details but when the shape is like so like uh, varied in the whole shot i was like i have to literally not create so. everything yeah yeah roto or recreate and then but that time i think pfx uh, three main tools pfx skill spill mm-hmm. and uh, uh, edge extender uh and uh, one more i use edge from alpha uh it like it's like it's a tool where you know like you can like you can it's like a, a sobel filter mm-hmm. uh kind of xor or, or merge xor so uh i use that and then that saved me actually literally yeah. <laughs> like Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it was like one of my initial uh, shot and then and i had like four more shots where there was zooming in then there's a grill and there's a fire on top and i'm like oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have spoken some experiences about keying and also which type of works do you enjoy working most like is it keying or is it cg com Uh, or is it deep compositing or a mix up of few of this i think it's mix of all because i will say after a certain point if i'll do i i think maybe it's a like uh, it's in my nature that i i get bored it's like a painting for me i need to start something new otherwise mm-hmm. yeah and then i will definitely go back to what i have done like the style before but i would want to try so mix of all because uh, once i'm bored i lose uh, efficiency you know i'm like like i don't want to do this so i prefer but my favorite would be like i w- i want to learn more on deep compositing i have done like a, a initial level of that and then we are uh, even with the cg compositing it's like uh, we have done quite a bit like the mid level thing but it has not gone to like you know a intensive cg compositing yeah. um i have worked on like full cg shots also uh, 2.5d uh you know for the yeah background extension and all but like uh 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 if my favorite my favorite would be that like uh, cg compositing i will say yeah. because because keying also get like uh uh, uh very technical yeah. and manual yeah yeah i will say i mean you need you need to you, you need to have a bag of tricks to mm-hmm. get the king done yeah right but for cg compositing you need to have a good understanding of lighting like yeah. to blend it to make it like photoreal to understand all those like black levels and like it is more creative for me i will yeah. say like uh, i agree yeah so i enjoy it a lot more than anything Got yeah but we i'm a big fan of your artworks and artistry <laughs> thank you manus that I means mean, a lot for your art exp- art exhibition i think couple of uh, weeks back and yes. i was really inspired by the drawing so i'm sure art motivates you a lot but uh, i'm curious to know like uh, how do you stay motivated in your career and work i think you have shared some of your points but uh, mm-hmm. on, if you want to curate everything like how you stay motivated in your career also could you share few tips and tricks with us uh sure of course um i think the biggest motivation is achievements you know like uh, uh when you work towards something you focus you you're determined you are giving 200% uh 
and when you achieve that it's very fulfilling <laughs> it's like i made it i did it so that is you know that is a great motivation for me and i like to have these like goals and targets um like what i want to achieve so in certain period of time maybe it's painting maybe a skill that i want to learn uh maybe it's something like oh i want to take a break you know for this duration this is this is my focus so that is my biggest motivation uh what more i think when i see more like uh, successful people mm-hmm. in the industry Mm-hmm. and the amount of work that they do and the pressure that they can handle and uh, uh like you know uh, at their age and the number of shows that they are handling that is i, I mean i i i keep myself uh, give myself you know somebody to look up to like like an idol kind of thing creation Yeah. inspiration yeah yeah like okay okay yeah i want to be like uh, i am very inspired by uh, his work on this yeah. so i want to achieve like you know to at least go in that direction learn and maybe to an extent achieve it yeah. or um, uh, i also like well, have my personal goals like there are certain things that i i i myself want to achieve in my life so mm-hmm. that is my biggest motivation that is the drive you know okay i would want to i want to do that or maybe i want to go there or i want to visit it or maybe i want to travel i want to explore a new city so what all do you need like you need a good job good paying job right like so uh, that is uh, another motivation i think with work uh, i am really uh, really grateful that uh, my work is able to support my art in a way also yeah. you know like because I can buy all the art supplies for myself and then like I can paint on these like big canvases and then uh, it also gives me a lot of like it's a blend like of course compositing is also creative fine arts is creative it's a good understanding of lighting mm-hmm. and colors so it's a good mixture so what sometimes like you know when if i'm doing a, like a full cd shot where we have mountains and l- this lava coming out and then there's a like a, uh, a like a zoom happening so all of the, the all the elements of composition you can apply to your artwork so i like you know i try to um, uh, look for for the the common factors Mm-hmm. and then um try to like see how one thing is supporting other and then uh you know like uh, yeah. like uh see the like the positive side of everything and then keep moving forward that's i think one thing like you really need to see the positive because you know even as a fine artist like i have seen when i went to like uh, toronto outdoor art fair it is canada's largest outdoor art fair and even there Uh, the participating artists were were from the effects industries like the one the one uh, person has been participating in the show from past 16 years he is was a uh, like a um, concept soup at um, one of a good like you know um, renowned studios and he has been participating in that fair for 16 years so Uh, just imagine that there was another um, you know female artist uh, again like 25 years of experience mm-hmm. in the show itself like participating in TOF and he uh, she and her husband they uh, like they are like uh, he, he her husband is art director mm-hmm. so like you know he'll go to like he's, he's kind of like on set soup also right mm-hmm. so so she will join him and they will work that and there were others who will uh, do three other job to support their art so 
it is like a it's a combination like i i i keep myself motivated by like you know looking at the positives like how my job is a, because of my job i'm able to do what i also like right like some people like to travel some people like to explore food some people like to read books some people like shopping <laughs> you can do it because of your job you can pay the bills right like and even after pandemic uh you can you can support like in during the pandemic and after you can support your family your friends in so many other ways i think these are the positive side that we need to see mm-hmm. also at work uh, uh it is like it is it is it depends on person to person yeah. but like if you keep if you if you keep growing you know you if you keep achieving oh i wanted to be a uh, junior like i started as a junior compositor and i want to be a mid compositor and i achieved it and then i moved to senior compositor i achieved it that is a great motivation right in your life like okay you're growing you're moving forward yeah every day is getting better yeah. so yeah that's my that's how i work <laughs> yeah <laughs> thank you what's your motivation manoj i would like to know i mean the same same as you told no i mean i can relate to that whatever you have told so same here okay, <laughs> okay great thanks i mean thank I, i i mean i don't have painting as a passion i have uh, youtubing or editing Um, yeah but sadly it's a, it's in the it's in the digital environment <laughs> but i have this as my passion and after my work uh-huh. i spend time on uh, like uh, finding people uh, thinking about how i could do this podcast uh, thinking about yeah. do a tutorial uh, i will script that just like making a short mm-hmm. video, just making a tutorial for example i'm telling <laughs> so yeah my passion and i follows all these things which you told like uh, keeping one person as my inspiration it helps me yes Yeah, not to the level in which he is, but to a level which I could never dreamt of. <laughs> so yes, I uh, I think in our field, I think one very important thing that we need is uh, mentorship. Uh, it's just not like uh, uh, like on a professional level, but even on a personal level, uh, like especially for women, I will say because uh, the biggest issue. that i see that i see is like uh, confidence is one of the key factor where yeah. like i have seen great artists but they are not confident yeah. and even i was in that i was in that boat at one point where i was like okay i will just self doubting yourself and then you know even though you have done so much you are like still like this like you know you're just doubting yourself so when you have a mentor uh, that helps you overcome that because that is the thing right like your mindset is stopping you once yeah. you overcome that you can achieve what you want yeah so it is very important like having a mentor in your career or in any field you know a coach in anything you want to do yeah. so i think your 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 podcast uh, is helping you know building that so that is great so thanks to you too much all right <laughs> <laughs> like uh, can you tell more about the paintings which you do so uh see uh the the like the main uh my style of uh, performance is madhubani but i also do i also paint energy fields and i am a creator of a secret symbolic language which um, i have painted only two paintings in that uh, uh like you know in shonar but my paintings are uh, like mainly you know the the experiences that i had um as a child with my grandfather mm-hmm. like i was 
literally actually raised by my grandfather and i was you know like a very uh, as i mentioned like during the time when i was in vancouver it was like a very low period of my life because i wasn't that um, mentally i wasn't that like you know i was like weak bit so i decided like i'm going to paint and uh, i used to think about all the happy memories that i had and i think the best ones that i had was with my grandfather because he was like my ba- best friend and um uh, uh, i lost him when i was uh, you know when i moved to mumbai like a year or so before that so literally i didn't i think i didn't uh, mourn i will say and then that came back and so so i created a series of paintings and he was the one as a child i think somewhat some he saw something so he will always push me to you know oh you know do this okay have you seen this painting he'll take me to exhibition a young child like i was 5 or 6 but he will still do that mm-hmm. like when we he used to love traveling i mean there are three things he used to love traveling he was a nature loving person like um, uh, and then uh, art he wanted to be a painter himself as well uh, i think so you know all of that like what he gave me while raising me like i saw him he had he died because of cancer and he couldn't he he couldn't do anything in the day anything mm-hmm. but he had like 60 70 plants it was a penthouse and then he has 60 70 plants and then he will water them irrespective and my what i used to do is like because uh, uh, uh like i was with him like uh, when i was 3 or 3 or something like that uh, what i used to do is i'll hold the bucket earlier when i was young i used to pour the water okay but then later i will hold the bucket because he was very weak right so i will i will uh, like water the plants but i'll just he will walk with me so all of that all of those memories like the great life uh, uh, as a child that you know the childhood that he gave me uh, uh, that propelled me to you know i want to do something in that um, yeah. uh, with the with the, the memory so i painted uh, seven paintings with um, so this one that you see here i yeah like the, the this one yeah, is yeah. a dancing peacock so it's a it's again it's my childhood memory so one day it was pouring and again it was a, like a penthouse so we had like two uh, terrace and on one terrace there was a peacock and it was very young i don't even remember the you know the age but that memory is still wow. with me and it was like that a peacock dancing on a on our terrace and my grandparents they were calling me because obviously you want to show the child right oh see this is something new have you and we were standing in the rain and watching it dancing can you i mean i was like and now i when i look back i was like it is a rare moment it is a rare moment yeah. uh, to experience that and then with that i mean uh, like we have traveled like he used to love traveling he has he he traveled the whole country almost like three times right. so any place you go you, he will know he was a, like a like a solo traveler like he'll just go out on this solo uh-huh. expedition and then uh, very introvert okay he will not talk to a lot of people very introvert and uh, uh, a great entrepreneur uh, because just imagine uh, manoj in that day uh, during that era when india got independence he got married to my grandmother in um, 19 uh, uh, i mean i think 
what would be the time like i think yeah late uh, 50s okay something i don't know the time exact day, uh, year exactly but in that age he he uh, approached my grandmother because she was really great at studying and he wasn't okay so he couldn't study he decided i can't study so he got married to my grandmother and then he pushed her and helped her and supported her and all the way to uh, do her graduation can you believe it in that time in 1956 my grandmother uh, like she did her completed her course and everything she got graduated and they opened up a school and then they in their entire lifetime they opened up three schools and they had they literally built that area by uh, getting into construction and building a society and building a shopping complex and all of that just imagine a person i mean that that is my inspiration you know that is my inspiration to just like uh, go for your dreams because uh, it doesn't matter like he was my grandfather was sixth standard uh, uh, educated but he could achieve like the whole area used to call him father because he has provided uh, employment and livelihood to so many people in that area that they have any issues they will come and talk to him and one thing would be he will always he wear white okay he will not wear colors because he was so uh, like you know uh, attached to the environment that um, i was not allowed to play with plastic uh, toys mm-hmm. just imagine 50 years ago uh, we were not allowed to have the milk in the plastic uh, poly bags because that will harm the environment like he was that conscious at that time just imagine what we have done to the planet like i mean he must be uh, crying his heart out looking at what we have done yeah. to the planet <laughs> so you know all of his uh, his essence stayed with me and after after all these years i'm like uh, that um, is my inspiration like i really want to uh, somehow uh, yeah. like you know like just in any way if i can <laughs> yeah show it yeah so i i i continued painting because he really wanted me to be a painter and he will just like oh try this oh make this face or do this so yeah i i mean i started with those series and then i started posting it on my instagram and i built a website and then i started getting offers so um, i decided to have it as a like my second profession where you know and i'm uh, getting good opportunities so yeah i'm really really happy i mean i will so link a- uh, your website id and instagram in the description of the video so anybody who wants mm-hmm. to check it out please go and check it out there <laughs> that would be great thank you thank you manish for you know share i want to share one more thing like uh, indeed he is a great and inspiring personality so i wish you could draw more paintings so that we can see all those experiences through those paintings <laughs> oh yeah oh, for sure i wish uh, you know i can i don't with work and everything it's it is challenging to balance it all and this is like very intricate work so it's like one stroke at a time kind of a thing yeah. but yeah i'm trying but you know i could see that in your paintings thank you thank you it means a lot but yeah so so but i'm trying and i'm hoping to create more as soon as possible you know and as much as possible but no pressure yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. take your time <laughs> yeah so like finally thank, thanks babu for spending your valuable time on this podcast i'm sure many of the viewers will be highly motivated by your experience so oh, thank you to the girls out there so i want to thank you for that and i appreciate your effort 
So finally, I, uh, I always end this podcast listening to some suggestions or feedback for me as uh, as well as my channel, uh, like Madlux VFX. So any words on that? First of all, I would like to thank you, Manoj, for you know working uh, really towards your passion and creating this amazing platform, and you're helping so many people at like uh, the, uh, through the channel Madlux VFX. Yeah. You know, like the things that we talked about, like we need counselors, so you can pr- you are covering all of those aspects uh, for uh, younger generations. So I mean, I'm really, really um, uh, glad to be part of the process, and I, I am really proud of you. You know, like that you're putting in so much of efforts, and it's great. so um uh keep doing it just keep going and i hope like you know you reach like a million followers <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh but oh, yeah, i hope that happens soon to you <laughs> fingers crossed and um in terms of feedback uh, i i uh, uh, i think you're doing you're already doing pretty great i will say you know uh but uh i have to thank manoj because you you're doing great so i'm not sure <laughs> but maybe you can have like uh, panels you know or maybe where you you t- like where we have somebody maybe like live uh, question and answer kind of a, a show yeah. where like a young student or maybe yeah. young parents yeah. and somebody experienced maybe you know you should you can you can add more It is good. Okay, great. Okay, I'm 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 glad I can help in any way, you know. Yeah. And then maybe you can also include like um, there are um, like from the professional like uh, compo- uh, like you know we are like compositors uh, part of the creative process, but you can also include people from HR department, you know, from like uh, management yeah. um, because they will be able to help uh, uh, these uh, 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 students yeah yeah uh, a, a lot more with the recruitment process like you know there's a lot of small things even though you have skills you have a good resume you have a good story but uh, i think a very very basic skill like how to communicate how mm-hmm. to answer the questions you know like your public speaking skills yeah. generally you don't get to learn that much in your like college um, no right i mean they they do some like personality development stuff but it is like on a like a very like a Martin just a quick skill. overview yeah great based yeah <laughs> yeah yeah even though like i have seen while working like i have worked with great artists and when like when i was reviewing their short they are they are doing such a great job but they are having difficulty in communicating the issues that they're facing in the shot so i mean they must be facing all of those issues when they're talking to the interviewer you know in all these studios okay. so these are other things that you can also cover that i think can be helpful to a lot of people yeah. that's what i think hope so, hope yeah so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm saying like uh, I should get time for that. You know, we all I have anxieties and we hardly get time for uh, our, <laughs> I know. Yeah, our own life to be. <laughs> So. that's why that's why i'm like you know i really appreciate your efforts with the like the madlux vfx channel because uh, you're taking time out and spending uh, so much yeah. uh, efforts for your passion it it takes a lot of course i mean so all i see is people have ideas they like to talk about the ideas and when it comes to like literally getting into execution stage a lot of people back out yeah so It's good to have like you know uh, people uh, uh, people like you working towards your passion. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great. This is great. <laughs> so thank you again for that. But we are like, uh, I hope you had a great experience being part of this podcast. So, of course, I loved it. I loved it. Really. <laughs> Have a great day. See you later. Yeah. See you later, Manoj. Take care. Bye. Thank you.